And welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Voodoo Rumor Tower, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forest Hill, California, and online at luckymojo.com. I'm Eric Kunzer from UnoPopNew.com in Omaha, Nebraska, and in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-host, Conjurman Ali of TheConjurman.com in Mission Viejo, California, and Mama E, special co-host uh, uh, from ConjureDoctor.com in Los Angeles, California. Afterwards, uh, and then uh, this week, we'll have a very special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Rootworkers. He'll be Catherine Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com in Forestville, California, bringing us today's topic on the brand new book, The Red Boulder. Afterwards, they'll take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection. Using traditional African American book practices of hoodoo, conjure, or work as defined and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooist of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and calls into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Conjurman Ali and Molly. Conjurman Ali. <laughs> Thanks for that lovely introduction, uh, Papa Newt. Uh, always great to hear your voice. We've been all, for those of you who are not in the chat room and listen to this later uh, in the archives or who are listening uh, uh, you know, via phone, you are missing out our weird response to the chat room. The chat room has been digitally changed, and so we're all kind of adjusting to it a little bit. It's been, a, it's been an interesting start of the show. Um, glad to have all of you join us, despite the weird chat room. Uh, glad to have you all uh, participate. We have a very interesting show for you. Uh, we don't very often get a chance to do uh, author interviews, but we've been fortunate enough to do a couple uh, in the past year. Um, and we have the chance to talk to Miss Cat today, who will be taking off her hat as, as host uh, and stepping into the role as a guest. And she will be talking with us about the red folder. Now, you might be wondering what the red folder is. Well, there's a red folder and a black folder. So we'll be having a little bit of conversation what the red folder is and why you might be interested in it. And we're joined also by uh, Mama E of ConjureDoctor.com as our guest co-host. This is a very special and exciting episode. Let's first check in with our guest co-host, see how Mama E is doing, and then we'll bring on Miss Cat. So welcome, Mama E. So glad to have you uh, stepping into the shoes of guest co-host. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for your lovely introduction, and I hope I uh, live up to the expectations of a (laughs) (laughs) co-host. Well, we're very glad to have you. You're always a fan favorite, bringing us great topics, and this time you have an opportunity to kind of be co-host, and that's always a kind of fun role to take on. (laughs) Well, you should know, so hopefully I can uh, fill in the shoes that precede me. <laughs> well, glad to have you. Uh, let's uh, let's welcome uh, the wonderful Catherine Ironwood as our guest. Uh, for those who don't know who she is, where have you been, and did you just start listening to us? <laughs> and if so, that's okay. Cat Ironwood is actually the regular host of this show of the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour, and has been the host for well over a decade. I mean, this is the longest running show 
hoodoo show in, in history. So it's very exciting. Uh, she's usually hosting, and I'm co-hosting alongside her. But every once in a while, we get those rare opportunities in which she steps into the role of guest. And today, she's going to come to us to talk a little bit about uh, this thing known as the Red Folder. She is a prolific writer, a prolific editor. Um, any and all of the books that you generally see come from Missionary Independent, uh, Lucky Mojo, have gone through the very careful eye of the uh, editor or editrix that we uh, that is known as Miss Cat. So they always they always have a particular aesthetically pleasing look to them. That's usually Miss Cat. We have to thank for. For that, so we're very excited to have her here uh, and have an opportunity to kind of pose some questions to her and discuss about the red folder. So, welcome, Miss Cat. So glad to have you. Well, welcome. it's lovely. It's lovely to be here, but I just <laughs> have to give one of those Jack Kirby-like screams. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Block Talk Radio has just presented us with a new form of chat log, which they're now calling live oh, chat, God. and it is charcoal gray with red and magenta things all over it, yeah. and it looks like a nightclub of the 1980s before they banned smoking, and it's very freaking weird because when you type you're typing in gray on gray, and you can't see your own typing. So I'm having, like, palpitations, and I'm going to be freaked out all day. Uh, this is the most horrible thing that's happened to me in a week. <laughs> so here no, I am, I, I, and I'm sorry to be – I mean, I was supposed to come here all professional and talk about the red folder. I can't even <laughs> fucking understand what they've done here. Um, so anyway, everybody joining the chat comes in, and the first thing they're going is, "What the hell? What the fuck?" I mean, it's really crazy. They paid somebody big bucks to do a design remake on this thing. Yeah, yeah. And they should um, get someone else to do it for free in actual yeah. legible colors. It's wow, a, it's abrasive. It's really hard to see. The it's it's a very bizarre design. I'm sure it's that they're not. Crazy, we're not the yeah. only one that's pushing back. So I'm hoping that they'll hear the feedback and they'll change. But we'll see. We'll see. It's it's yeah. It's really nuts. I mean, you can't even read the names of the people who are in the chat line no, because they're in no. red on top of magenta and white. I on mean, top of magenta and white. Yeah. Yeah. It's and then, insanity. And, and, it is super, wow. and then, but a lot of the people's names are also changed. It's like gone back to really old names that they had, or what? Yeah, it, like, yes, it's, and it's they have old a, photos. I, yeah, the whole thing. We're living in some throwback to the eighties. It's just crazy, crazy. It is okay. very aesthetically repulsive. <laughs> of course, now I have to stop myself. I've I've indulged myself. I have to stop myself because in years to come, someone is going to be wanting wanting to listen to this show to find out about the red folder and they're going oh that thing with blog talk that only lasted for two weeks why was she making such a big deal out of it <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's let's dive into our topic let's uh let me ask you what exactly is the red folder what's its relationship to the thing known as the black folder mm -hmm. some people might have heard of the black folder but not the red folder if you could tell us a little bit about what the red folder is and that relationship to the black folder. I think that's a good starting point, guys, or starting place. 
Okay. Well, the black folder originally was literally a folder. It was the kind of, you know, folder that you had in high school, and you'd buy it, and it has mm-hmm. little brads. You push them up, and you put three-hole punch things in them. <laughs> and uh, we've been doing um, the Hoodoo Heritage Festival for, uh, this is our 12th year, so we're doing it for years. And prior to the festival, we also had shop flyers that I wrote mm-hmm. and put out, and we would three-hole punch them. And mm-hmm. when we had a bunch of them, we'd give them to people in this little black folder. And every black folder was kind of put together for each person individually. And at first they were free, and then we began to charge a little money because, of course, we had to print them and then three-hole mm-hmm. punch them right. and so forth. And as they got bigger and bigger and bigger, uh, they reached a price point of $12 to get all the flyers. Mm-hmm. And I realized at that point it would be cheaper for us to print it as a book. So the black folder right. is a book. It's not a folder, <laughs> but it looks like a folder. Mm-hmm. It, it just has a cover that looks like a folder, and it says on it, the black folder, edited by Cat Ironwood. And it contains mm-hmm. all of the flyers that we put out at our shop and all of the flyers from the Hoodoo Heritage Festivals from um, – gosh, I guess 1998 or something like that, mm-hmm. to 2013. And mm-hmm. when we were done with that, we we kept on going. I mean, we didn't stop. Mm-hmm. And so more now... More workshops, more people. More yeah. workshops, more festivals, yeah. and more contributors. And now we have another book, and each of these books is 136 pages long, and it has a color insert in the middle of the book. And these books are oversized because they were flyers. They were eight and a half by eleven, you know, mm-hmm. uh, letter-sized papers. So the book is that size. So now we have the red folder. It's a kind of a dark red, and it mm-hmm. contains um, an amazing assortment of short articles on different aspects of hoodoo and other forms of folk magic. And mm-hmm. the um, I'm just going to let you know a little of the contents, and that'll probably explain it. So the yeah. first section is um, lessons in seership. There's lithomancy. There's how to make a magical scrying ring, how to do crystal gazing, meditation, introduction to bone reading, how to bone read and interpret groups, uh, osteomantic readings, how to fold a seed packet, Ouija board revelations, the basics of dowsing, four ways to read a pendulum, potent power of the pendulum, numerical name analysis. You can see it just goes on and on. And these are short wow. articles, usually one, two pages. Then it goes on. There's there's more. There's um, tarot card, uh, choosing a significator, diagnosis by cartomancy, numerological name analysis. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into magical tools and techniques. So just to give you a few of these, um, how to store herbs, roots, and curios, how to prepare petition and prayer papers, how to use charms and amulets, how to load soaps and beauty products. And then after that, there's a section on prayer and spirituality, introduction to angels and archangels, patron saints, Catholic folk magic, Asian deities, witchcraft and fairy tradition. Mm-hmm. Then there's a, the half of the book the, is just spells, um, cleansing mm-hmm. and healing spells, starting with, you know, help with addictions, Bible spells. Then there's protection spells, and that includes things like uh, defending yourself against the dark arts, which was written by my good friend, Uh Kajman Ali. Jewish Mm -hmm. spell bowls. Uh Then there's a section on love and family spells, spells for a lover to return, reconcile, uh, track new love, New Orleans-style family and love spells. Section on luck and money, money magic, Mm -hmm. nine lucky hands. And then there's a section on um, reversing and cursing. So six conjure curses, mm-hmm. Norse spells of destruction, hot food foods. 
And then a court case and justice bells, which has got uh, mm-hmm. called the nine stages of court case work. And then the last section is called Our History and Our Future. And it's about a little bit about the study of hoodoo as a formal anthropological study and also how to become a professional in this field and carry it on oh, wow. into the next generation. So Beautiful. there are 48 authors who have worked on this mm-hmm. book, and I'm only one of them. John St. Germain, uh, Michelle Jackson, uh, Cast Excelsior, Mama E is in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, <laughs> Valentina Burton, Conjurement Ali, Jeremy Weiss, mm-hmm. Madame Pamita, Phoenix Lafay. Um there are a lot of people here. Um, Clayton James is in here, Susan Barnes, Madame Pamita, Miss Michael, Marin Graves, and Angela Marie Horner, Papa Newt, our announcer, is in here, and um, David Borgi She, and Aura LaForest, and Johannes mm. Gardbach. It's 48 different authors um, who ha- have been teachers at the Hoodoo Heritage Festival. So it's a big book. It's um, going to be a real companion to a lot of people. The Black Folder has proven to be extremely popular. It sells very well on Amazon. And with a silly name, The Black Folder, nobody even knows what's Mm -hmm. inside. But it's one of our best-selling books. And this book, Mm -hmm. in many ways, is better because it's broader. It covers more types Mm -hmm. of things. The Black Mm -hmm. Folder has, has fewer articles that are longer this ha- covers a little bit of just about everything in the magic world. Spells for a lover to return, gay and lesbian love spells, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mojo hands, money and luck spells with playing cards. A lot of these are samples from our um, little $9 books that we put out. Those books yeah. were given away free at the, at the uh, festivals. And so from... Uh-huh. Because of the size of those books, I can put about two pages of one of those books onto one mm-hmm. page of this book. So right. for every one of those books, you're going to get about a two-page sample. And um, mm-hmm. it, I tried to pick the real core of the matter of each of those spell books. So for those of you who know our books, this is an introduction to all the books that you have not read. But right. that's only about half of it. The other half is all brand new material that was only mm-hmm. shown at the festivals. It's available nowhere else mm-hmm. online and in no other book. So that that is it. Mm-hmm. That was not a very short sales pitch, but I hope you all like it. <laughs> well, you know, it's you know it sounds... about... Go ahead, please. Go ahead. Well, I no, 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 it sounds like... It sounds like they're yearbooks for all the festivals because all the people that are in those books were participators of the festival. Mm-hmm. So this is the closest to a yearbook that you could have for Lucky yeah. Hustle. Yeah, it is. And and I think that's a very good way to put it. Um, in in German, these are called a Festschrift. And a Festschrift mm-hmm. is a writing produced for a festival. Um, yeah. And um, and that that is how I see it. Um, it yeah. is there isn't going to be another one for years if there is going to be another one because this is the last festival that I'm hosting. Right. And right. I wrapped it up in such a way I planned ahead for five years that I knew that this book would come out and that it would be 136 mm-hmm. pages long and it would all fit in here and that I would then cease to be the hostess of the festivals. But 
I have very good news, which is that um, John St. Germain and Dr. Jeremy Weiss have announced their intention to keep the festivals going. But Mm. they will not be at my lawn in California. The next festivals will be held (laughs) probably in Knoxville, Tennessee, down in the south. So, yeah, and I've promised that I will show up there. So for all of those who were curious about that, I will be, uh, there will be more festivals. And if they keep it going long enough, well, then we may have the green folder or the blue folder or whatever they choose to do. Wow. Mm, wow. So there's a field trip in our future, Conjurmanali. <laughs> yes, there is. This is what's interesting about these books, and, and there's a, multiple kind of things that, that uh, make them attractive. It's first, you get an opportunity to, to get a taste of the festivals if you've missed them. Anything you've missed in the past, or if you were right. unable to go to the Hoodoo Heritage Festival, you could learn some of that material from the mm-hmm. the red folder. It was like, okay, I didn't get to yeah. see that workshop, but guess what? Here's the flyer for it. Here's the instructions for it. So you may have missed the in-person component of it, but you still have the sort of documentation of that workshop and the actual instructions for how to carry out that particular working. The other component is mm-hmm. that it is probably uh, – I'll say this, correct me if I'm wrong, probably the most diverse uh, kind of written Mm -hmm. material you'll ever find when it comes to hoodoo. You can find books written by one author, maybe even two authors that cover maybe a span of topics. But the Red Folder is unique in that it really is Mm -hmm. really widespread and diverse. You get a nice cohesive introduction into the practice of hoodoo. But then look at all the topics from protection to love working to court case to spirituality, to angels, to candle, where all of that is kind of covered mm-hmm. within one compilation of, of edited text. That's, that's kind of fantastic. It's what makes the red folder so unique in comparison mm-hmm. to any other book is that you can really get a whole sense of what hoodoo is and all the variety of practices mm-hmm. and the multiplicity of ways that people come at it. And not just hoodoo, but a variety of different kind of folk practices right. that are related to it. All in one in one book. Mm-hmm. And I and I yeah. have to say, one, I want to add one thing here too. This book contains recipes, lots of them. Yeah. There are mm-hmm. recipes for um, herb mixes, and then it tells you what to do with them. There's recipes mm-hmm. for potions. There are mm-hmm. recipes for um, sachet powders, for goofer dust, for making a love bath bomb. The recipes mm-hmm. alone are worth the twelve dollars because they are good recipes. Uncrossing bath for women and men, uh, a baby blessing bath, and these are recipes that in, contain roots and herbs that you could buy anywhere. Uh, some of them grocery store magic, as I call it. Um, there also are instructions in spells. In other words, it tells you what candle to light on what day. So some of yeah. them are very formal spells, and other ones are um, what you might call more um, home crafting. For instance, one of the uh, very popular workshops was called How to Make Your Own Sachet Powders by Papa Michael Bautista. And he mm-hmm. uh, tells you how to use mortars and pestles and food processors and grinders and files and rasps and sieves and classifiers and and which kind of mortar and pestles you're going to need and what mm-hmm. they're made out of and then how to 
actually grind things up in a mortar and pestle and make a sachet. And then he gives recipes for some sachets that you can make. And then you can, of course, Mm -hmm. spread out on your own. So this is a totally thorough, intensive, root-working course in two pages. And there are many of these. Go ahead. Oh, I said it's also a reference for those of us that do root work because who can remember every single presentation? So we can always go back and check and find what someone else came up with and do it and, Mm -hmm. you know, use the book too. Yeah. Yeah. And this this book also contains the flyers that would be for the flyers for this year's workshop. In other words, they won't be separate. Just as we did Mm -hmm. when we did the black folder, that year's flyers were in the book. So the 2019 workshops are all in this book, and the book is given away at no extra charge to anyone who comes to the festival. You just that's handed to you with your badge and pass. You get this twelve dollar book, so mm. it's a good bargain for those who come to the festival to get these goodie bags with the books in them. And among other things, I'm just looking at some of them. One of the ones that's going to be presented this year is Papa G. We've had him on the show mm. a number mm-hmm. of times. Mm-hmm. And Papa G is going to be doing dusts and powders, and we're going to make two different dusts and powders in the workshop, but we're going to take them home. They better be labeled separately because one is a cursing and killing dust and powder, and the other is a love and money one. (laughs) Don't want to mix those up. (laughs) Don't want to mix them up, but the recipes are there for both of them. And uh, and his history with them, and um, there's other ones too. That's going to be Lady Muse is going to be presenting. We've had her on the radio show too. Here we have. And she, yeah, and she's going to be doing a, a workshop called Ten Little Fingers, Ten Little Toes, and it starts with infertility. That's where it starts mm. with. Then it says how to uncross infertility, and there's a bath. Then there's candle work to uncross infertility. Then there's focusing on fertility. In other words, now you're reversing it. There's a fertility bath and a fertility tea for both men and women. And then there's protecting the pregnancy, and there's a recipe for that bath. And then there's easing childbirth, which has spells in it. And then there's blessing the baby, and there's a baby blessing bath made of herbs. And so this... One workshop nice. takes you all the thing from the can I really have a baby to here the baby is and we're blessing it in in two pages. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's yeah. one of the what's awesome. so fantastic about this red book is, right, it's not just recipes, right, or things that you can find elsewhere. It's people's personal recipes and approaches to kind of the work that they do. So your favorite root workers, your favorite readers, your favorite uh, speakers and teachers, they're all contributing to this. People you have heard on the radio show, people you've seen on air, people that you've worked with in the past for whatever working you needed to go to or got a reading from, they are all giving workshops or presenting or they've given some type of information and it ends up in this red folder. So you can find out, for example, what's Miss Cat's favorite way of doing something or what this workshop by so-and-so does. You know, here's this protection workshop by your favorite root worker. Here's how to read cards from your favorite reader. So you have all these mm-hmm. kind of personal approaches to the red folder that make it unique as as a sort of book. It's not just here's one person's 
approach to everything in voodoo. But here is this person's approach to reading. Here's this person's approach to angels. Here's this person's approach to protection work, and so on and so forth. So you get a diverse set of views, and not just random views, but views from your favorite root worker, from your favorite reader. Uh, and this kind of leads me to, to ask you is that this is a really large endeavor. And, and I'm very curious about the kind of process that goes in behind the scenes. How do you determine, you mentioned, for example, 2019 is included in here, but how do you determine what is included in the red folder and what is not included? That's the, people don't understand that that's a lot of work. Mm. You're not just taking flyers and going, okay, let's print these together. There's a lot of editing that goes on. There's a lot of decision-making that goes on how to compile mm -hmm. and also to create a, a sort of narrative through the book that leads you through it. There's a cohesiveness or a theme to it or, an under, or a way that it makes it all logical and reasonable to fit within a book. So I want to I ask if you could maybe talk a little bit about that process, about how you decided what goes where and how to edit this. Well, you know, Ali, you've asked me the one question that's very difficult for me to answer. And, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to step away from promotionalism or anything. Um. How does a baseball pitcher know how to twist his shoulder and arm and throw that ball yeah. so that it just hits just outside the strike zone, but the guy hits at it anyway and it's a strike? You know, yeah. I mean, it, whatever. I mean, yes, or just inside the strike zone or whatever they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I don't right, play baseball. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know the answer to that. I know I can't throw a baseball like that. But I have been born with, and I and I always just tell people, I'm sorry, it's genetic. I don't think I can teach people or even describe right. it. I've been born with a gift that consists of writing words in my head ahead of time and knowing how much space they would take in typesetting in different font sizes and styles. It's kind of like a Rain Man kind of gift, only it's not numbers. It's the amount of right. space that words take. I know a few it's other a, people. It's a visualizing. Is that what, is that what you're doing? You're well, it actually, I, I hate to say it, no. It's not visualizing. Okay. It's three-dimensional, and it looks like giant lumps of halva or oh. or ham, or it could be giant cotton bales. It depends on how big the hmm. book is. It's actually right. three-dimensional lumpish things, which you can then cut slices off of. And they, be I, I'm sorry, it's idiosyncratic. It's probably autistic. It's savantism of something so obscure that no one gives a shit about it. But no, what other types of But actually. I've always had this. I've always had it all my life. I don't know what it is, but I can do it. I I can hear people talk and I know exactly how many pages it will be typeset in times 10 point or whatever I'm going to do it in or, right. you know I, it's just mm. what I do it's what I do so the answer to your question isn't how do I decide it's mm -hmm. how do I know going in the writer so the writer um, okay. some people write better than others some people speak better than others mm -hmm. some people neither write nor speak but teach very well by gesture right. and and doing, and so it, whatever help they need with writing, I, I will help them, and I get those flyers. All the flyers that have ever been done at any of the festivals are included. There are no flyers omitted. The only mm. um, that thing that I did that was a little unusual that for some of the books because I didn't want to pad this thing with 
multiple pages that they had already seen in other books. So most mm. of the books have only one page selection. But I wanted to say something else about what I do. I, I'm here mm-hmm. to give other people fame and glory and wealth and health mm. if I can. And so in these, I also give the URLs where you can find all of these root workers and the mm. URLs where you can buy any of the books should you wish to buy the, the ones that are excerpted. But I really am here to give the URLs for all these folks. So if they have a website, their website is promoted here. And This makes for it that, a really comprehensive reason, resource then. Yeah, it is. And yeah. for, now wow. as long as they stay online. Now, but for that right. reason, a lot of people wanted to be members of um, AIR, and they wanted to be presenters at the festival because they know that my job is to, uh, you know, get them where they're going, wherever it is in their success trajectory. Mm-hmm. So um, I do this really out of love. I know it sounds kind of corny to say that, but working on this book is a, you know, this is a five-year project right here, um, and it's fine. I love doing it. I got $400. That's my editing fee for five years' worth of work. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's what it is. That's what I do. And I'm happy to do mm-hmm. it. It it, it gives everybody the, the chance to shine to the extent mm. that they wanted to. That's it. Right. Oh, that's amazing because now they have access not only to the – information right so you have a, you have the red folder pick that up mm-hmm. and now you have a taste of hoodoo you know a little bit about this a little mm-hmm. bit about that you know a lot about a variety of different ways of working but now you also have almost a, a an index of sorts that allows you to connect to other books if you're interested oh that was really interesting i want to know more about uh name yeah. papers and whatnot i can pick up the book about it i really mm-hmm. am interested in this person's way of working here's their website connect with that mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. You've, you've almost created like a mini wikipedia with this with blue links <laughs> that they can click on and it takes them in different directions <laughs> it is. Fantastic. It, this has been a fun yeah. thing in in working with books in the digital age i was not the very first but i was among the earlier who began to put urls into books but they have to be stable mm-hmm. urls Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if they're not stable, boy, they just, you know, 10 years later, you're looking at that book, you type in that URL, and it's, you know, some scraper site selling radio parts from Hong Kong, you know. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, but, it, but as it is, I also, and I'm going to just toot my own horn here, and also that of my, my husband, Nagashiva, when people join AIR, if they don't know how to build a website, we'll help them build a website. Mm-hmm. And there have mm-hmm. been people. We've even paid for their domain name to help them get a leg up, mm. to get that website together so that they can go out and get that fame and get the, mm. get the job they want. Because we don't, people don't join AIR unless they're already gifted readers and root workers. But that doesn't mean that they know how to do HTML or WordPress right. or whatever. They don't know that. That wasn't part of the, you know, right. no one woke up in the morning and said, I'm a psychic reader and I know how to mm. do coding. Right. <laughs> There's very few people who do both. And because um, Shiva and I are both into coding and into magic, part of this book is like, because I love books, this is like the the three legs of a tripod, very stable. The book and the electronic form, the digital form, and then 
the actual physical presentations of these workshops where you come and learn. And so we're we're trying to make this um, very accessible to people. Mm. And um, I I have to say that the red folder is in some sense a calling card for all of the members of AIR who have contributed. Mm. They can now say to somebody, hey, here's this book. Now, the book has a $12 retail price. That's much lower than a book of this type usually has. Oh, very it's much a, so, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, yeah. A, it's yeah. done inexpensively, not to make a profit, but I recommend to all <clears throat> readers and root workers who are among the 48 people in this thing, if you have a client who is spending $200 a month with you or more, by all means, give them a copy of this book. It's your calling card. It's mm-hmm. yeah. it, it tells who you are, and it shows what you can do. And it also will serve, because it will become popular, just like the black folder is amazingly popular mm-hmm. for such an obscure topic. We sell, mm-hmm. I mean, we sell cases of it. I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> Amazon loves it. <laughs> and this book will follow. And in these, in this book, you will find a path to where you want to go, whether it's Catholic folk magic, whether it's Asian folk mm-hmm. magic, whatever. It's all, and of right. course, hoodoo, hoodoo is the primary driving force behind right. the festival. And so most mm-hmm. of this book is African-American folk magic. But there's a little bit mm-hmm. of every, there's Scandinavian folk magic, there's Jewish folk magic because we're um, we're inclusive people, not dividers. You know, we we are mm-hmm. we are lumpers, not splitters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, in- inclusive and integrative, and everyone is welcome. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If, if a person so, wanted to start learning magic, I mean, the best kind of combination here, particularly if you wanted to learn hoodoo, is you pick up hoodoo urban root magic, read hoodoo in theory and practice, free website, right? Pick up mm-hmm. the red folder mm-hmm. and then use the red folder as the links to build up your library. Oh, paper my shoe comes next. Oh, bone reading comes next. And you're able yeah. to kind of build from there. That's how you learn. People have always asked this, right? How do you learn Udu? Here you go. You now have it step by step. Start with the Green Bible, right? Udu and her Udu herb and root yep. magic. Get yourself Udu <laughs> yeah. in theory, then the red folder, and then use the red folder as the networking tool to connect you to the other books, you know, whether it's paper in my shoe or yeah. whether you're, you know, I'm really interested in candle magic, the art of, of Udu candle magic. That's that's what mm-hmm. I want to get next, right? It mm-hmm. helps you to kind of mm-hmm. build your repertoire using the red folder as the kind of jumping board elsewhere. And sometimes maybe the red folder, like, I've got everything I need here, right? And the rest mm-hmm. is just, right. uh, just like added supplementary stuff. So you've got it all kind yeah. of with, with this. And that's the kind of path I would tell students that they could take in order to learn who to. If you, if you can't get to a teacher, this is the best way to do it. Pick up these mm-hmm. books. So, yeah, right. and I, there's another thing here in in here too, which I did not mention. There's also some medical herbology as well. Oh wow! Yeah. And um, th- and there's links to more about that. And there are a lot of links in here to different forms of divination, not just spell work, but if you would want to be a pendulum dowser or use L mm-hmm. rods in dowsing, or if you want to do numerology. And divination has always been a great part of these festivals. Um, we teach right. both root work and fortune telling. Yeah, Miss Miss uh, Mama E, you you've been a reader there yourselves. Yes, and I love it. I love reading at the festivals. The greatest people come up for readings, and uh, the readings are 
really sharp at the festivals, um, and I think it has to do with all the energy that is being produced at that moment. But uh, mm. I, I really enjoy doing, you know, readings every year. I really do. Looking mm-hmm. forward to this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's a the the we have two tents set up um, that side by side, so it makes one big space called the reading mm-hmm. tent, mm-hmm. and um, we do readings there for people. And um, we also will, this year, we're going to be having a massage tent, which we don't have every year. Mm. But Angela Marie Horner will be doing massage, and she's added something. She is a certified massage therapist, but she's added something this time, which is chakra readings while doing massage. Mm. If you ask her, instead of doing a chair massage, or if you want to lie down, she will do a chakra reading for you as well as a massage. So I I encourage anybody who, I mean, she'll be booked very quickly. But, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of interesting things. Um, This red folder, by the way, she probably has more pages in the red folder than anybody but me, um, (laughs) because she did a fantastic workshop last year on sigil magic, seals and sigils, the seals of Solomon, the seals of Moses, Norse seals. Well, all of that had to be reproduced. You you were there, Mama E. It was pages and pages of these seals, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she ended up with, with all of that in this book, plus the color insert, is her star, that little star symbol that she had, mm-hmm. and all the little mm-hmm. circles, and all the little, it's so cute. <laughs> it's really great. And then all the seals of Moses in red, it's just, oh. So if you all wow. like to do, um, uh, and, it, and it's interesting to me, too, because Angela comes out of the hoodoo tradition, but she is one mm-hmm. of those hoodoo root workers um, who works with some, European style sigil magic. She also works with mm-hmm. um, Icelandic. She she just fell in love with the Icelandic mm. Galdrabak, and which are mm. these so called bind runes. And this is part of what makes the Hoodoo Heritage Festival so interesting. She would never have um, encountered those Galdrabaks mm. except for that she met Johannes. Um, right. And uh, Gardbach and Johannes is from Sweden, and he knows about Galdr magic, and so he came and taught trolldom, and he wrote this book on trolldom, and so now there's this kind of you know we have a Swedish guy doing hoodoo and a hoodoo lady doing <laughs> ancient uh, Norse <laughs> Galdr, <laughs> and oh, I I love it. I really love it because um, in this time in which everyone is very increasingly mm-hmm. tribalistic this festival brings people together on a on a big grassy lawn there's no building it's mm. just a big lawn we're on the lawn we're all yeah. together and we all make friends and there's so much to share and um mm-hmm. and i would say of uh, you know it's 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 funny to me because i would not have expected that one of the best proponents of Norse sigil magic I know is an African-American woman, but she is. There you go. And, mm-hmm. and I can say just as well that one of the best hoodoo root doctors I know is Swedish. But that's how that's life funny. is. And um, when we, 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 we all bring what we know, and then we start trading. And good magicians have always been oh, intercultural, yes. multicultural. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, Ollie. Mm-hmm. Oh, so true. Yeah. I mean, even we have we have evidence of, of 
magicians trading secrets with one another. Well, this is how I conjure up a storm. Here's how I cure a toothache. And then they pick what works for them, right? And this is, mm-hmm. I think, one of the things right. that both the festival and the Red Folder do really well. Is they highlight the fact that broad cultural traditions exist, but everyone is mm-hmm. unique within that cultural tradition. People work in unique ways. That No two root worker is the same. And while they may all work within the tradition of hoodoo, they have their approach to doing things and and you can even Mm -hmm. hear it sometimes with the guests that we have on our show that they have their own way of working or they have their own kind of signature right like like i'm i work a lot with seals but i tend to be very old school in the types of work that i do and they tend to be very jar oriented doll oriented very tactile right that's Mm -hmm. my way of working but guess what when i go to the hoodoo heritage festival i share that with someone and then someone shares something with me and i grow a little bit i have a different approach a unique approach and there's a little bit of mix and exchanging that goes on. And I think mm-hmm. all of that gets recorded and identified and, and kind of witnessed to in the red folder. Because the red folder isn't just here's some recipes. It's here's how this person does this working. And how, this right. is how it relates to hoodoo or this is how it relates to this other tradition, you know, how it relates to this other way of working. All of that gets like the, the book acts as a sort of witness mm-hmm. to the diversity of, of traditions and the uniqueness of everyone's approach to this type of work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. true. We, we really meet, we come from varied uh, backgrounds and we meet mm-hmm. and share. And what happens when we do that? And Mama E, you know this too. Mama E, you're from mm-hmm. uh, originally yeah. from Cuba, right? Yeah. And you mm-hmm. come out of the African uh, diasporic religious tradition, you know. Um, yeah. And 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 here you are sharing that. In fact, you, the the um, the uh, Dominican uh, Mesa that you were part of is in here, uh-huh. Mesa Blanca. It's all in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, mm-hmm. and, folks, she gave this wonderful uh, reading from uh, a Spiritism book by Alan Kardec. And so this brought mm-hmm. a Caribbean um, tradition yes. in, into our working. All of this stuff is um, here. And in some ways, the black folder and the red folder are um, a companion to anyone wanting to enter into these traditions, right. but right. yeah, because you can see the intersection, the the you know the intersectionality mm-hmm. of it all. Or if you have a certain right. specific style you like, you can figure out where where that came from because there'll be links, mm-hmm. URLs given in the book that mm-hmm. take you to other pages to other people's right. sites. Mm-hmm. Right. What's interesting right. Yeah. To, to to go ahead, please. Well, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, speaking about that, I use the Lukumi uh, religion sometimes to guide mm-hmm. people because a lot of my uh, my clients ask, they're interested mm-hmm. in Lukumi. So, of mm-hmm. course, the first link I give them is the Santeria Church of the Orishas that Dr. Mm-hmm. E built. And I tell them, you need to read this. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of charlatans. There's a lot of charlatans out there giving fake information. So I guide mm-hmm. them that way first. And then, you know, I guide them to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, places, homes here uh, where they do that or in other parts of the country. It depends on where they live. So, uh, yes, and I, I don't mix Kuru with Lukumi 
but I do uh, tell people where to find the correct information for their questions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's important. You can mix things. Yeah. Well, well, you know, that's that's a very important thing is to respect the traditions and acknowledge right. them. I I do find that there are people who mix them, but they always ha- mm-hmm. have a consciousness of what it is. I think of it like cooking and I always use cooking as my analogy. <laughs> we all know what indigenous Asian food tastes like from various regions. Most of us in cities in America, have been exposed to at least some form of Asian cooking. But then there's mm-hmm. this thing called Asian fusion. And Asian mm-hmm. fusion is a uh, kind of like a novel cuisine meets Asian, right? Mm-hmm. But no one says, oh, you can't do Asian fusion. That's not proper Asian food. No, no, no. It's its own thing. And so the the, the mingling of traditions is something that mm. creates new outgrowths or or um, new expressions. And so I know that where I draw the line, and you said something very valuable there about um, the Lukumi and the Santeria Church of the mm-hmm. Orishas, that's a religion. And there is a point yes, at which mixing mixing religions becomes right. a little sketchy for some people. Some people are fine with it. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm I'm pantheistic, polymorphous, perverse, or whatever. That's fine. <laughs> That's their religion, right? But um, mm-hmm. but um, but if it's an initiatic religion, um, mm-hmm. you usually should go to somebody who is initiated to guide you right. in that path. Mm-hmm. But if it's a religion right. that's open and welcoming. Hey, take mm-hmm. take advantage of it. But the funny thing is that most folk magic operates by cultural, regional principles outside of the religions plural yeah. mm-hmm. that may be practiced yeah. in that bioregion. In other words, if you yeah. looked at European folk magic, it contains mm-hmm. Jewish folk magic and Christian and even Muslim folk magic in if you take mm-hmm. in all of Europe and pagan mm-hmm. there's all leftover pagan stuff and um and even Egyptian stuff that got you know got up into Europe at some point. So mm-hmm. um those things are preserved in the magical tradition but the person who mm-hmm. who practices might say, Well I'm a straight up Catholic or I'm right. a straight up Lutheran or whatever they may be. Right. Um mm-hmm. but but they would still have portions because magic shares whereas mm-hmm. religions tend to be like football teams, you know, you're rooting for your right. team. But magic mm-hmm. is more like a pickup game in the street. You know what I mean? We're just gonna we're just gonna kick a ball around a little bit. It's mm-hmm. serious. It's serious, but it's a pickup game. We're all here, whereas the religions, especially those that require baptism, initiation, mm-hmm. uh, christening, or some other formal acknowledgement, they tend to be um, – uh, well, what we could say they, they tend to be insulated from one another, and they tend to want mm-hmm. to be protective of their team, and that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We do have some things in the red folder about different religions of course, mm-hmm. because every year at the at the festivals we open Saturday and Sunday with religious ceremonies from different traditions in order to expose right. our attendees to, you know, what is what is the fairy tradition, what right. is right. Apollo, what is you know, we, and we we do mm-hmm. these ceremonies. 
So this year mm-hmm. at the festival, we're going to be doing our first opening ceremony on Saturday will be sort of a, um, a Protestant Christian Black Holiness Pentecostal Baptist Gospel mm-hmm. Ceremony. Mm-hmm. And then on mm-hmm. Sunday, on Sunday we're staying with the Christian theme this year. Sunday we'll be doing patron saints with Papa Newt. And mm-hmm. but in other years we had we had a, a, a veneration to Ganesh, the Hindu deity Ganesh with the elephant head. So part of the mm-hmm. red folder expresses these different religions. And if you are drawn mm-hmm. to one, by all means seek out a qualified member of that religion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and I want to clarify. Thing. Yeah, go ahead, please. I'm sorry. I just want to clarify something before we, um, you know, we go to another um, another subject. It is okay to light a candle for a Lukumi deity. It is okay mm-hmm. to light a candle for Saint Martha, Archangel Michael, or whoever mm-hmm. you want to light a candle for. But be respectful. That's the mm-hmm. only thing. Be respectful. And that's something that I need to uh, repeat sometimes to people because they ask for Elewa, who is in charge of the roads, the crossroads, to give them uh, a girlfriend and sex. I mean, really? <laughs> so, um, and I, I have emailed my client and said, uh, no. <laughs> so you know, be respectful, okay, of other mm-hmm. religions. You can pray to anybody, just be respectful. That's that's right. all I want to say. Right. Yeah. Well, well I, I I have to I have to jump in here because uh, Contraman Ali knows this from his years of being a moderator at the Lucky Mojo Forum. <laughs> People will use the name of a religion to which they do not belong to be a wow. synonym for evil sorcery. For instance, my in-laws are fill in the name of the religion, and it need not be an exotic one. It can be my my in-laws are Catholic, right? And they pray, and they're ruining my marriage by their prayers. Or they might say, my (laughs) in-laws practice voodoo, or my Mm in-laws are Santeria, whatever it's going to be. My in-laws are pagan witches, and they're they're ruining... And so people... People do this all the time. They have no respect for religion, and they confuse religion yeah. with magic a lot. Yep. And um, oh, yeah. so we we go into the forum, and one of the jobs Ali used to do it. Papa Newt still does it. I do it. Nagashiva does it. Miss Athena does it. We all do it. We just put in bracket name of religion and bracket. <laughs> <laughs> we edit their post because it doesn't matter what religion they call it. It's they they have equated it with evil sorcery. Yep. Now it's just a stand in for evil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um yeah. but 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 we do have there is a brief part of this red folder that is about religions and um and, and there's yeah. one on one on new thought. There's a mm-hmm. the North Asian surgeon, which is a shamanic rite which in which you um it's with vodka and, and, and you pour milk on an obu, which is a post. We did that at the festival. That was one of our opening mm-hmm. ceremonies. Um, David Borgishi brought this. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was dressed mm-hmm. as a as a Mongolian shaman. He, yep. he is, yeah. folks. He is a Mongolian shaman. Yeah. He wasn't just dressed. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it was it was wonderful. We all processed around. Well, there's his write-up of that is in here, too. Well, that's so, the thing I was going to point out here is that some of the stuff in this red folder, you really can't find 
anywhere else. There's a lot of very unique bits of information, ways of working. I mean, I'm I'm looking, for example, even stuff that you think is like, oh, I can find that anywhere. How to make a magic scrying ring, right? Like, that's not particularly common information. People Mm -hmm. think it is. You Mm -hmm. would think it is, but it's not. There isn't a law out there on that. Or even even lithomancy, right, casting your first stones. There's a lot Mm -hmm. in here that you think you get in your mind, you go, Oh, I should be able to find that elsewhere. But no, the Red Book is really one of the few places you'll be able to find the, this kind of way of working. We're using, the, you know, using cardomancy for diagnosis, diagnosis by cardomancy. That's, that's pretty unique, mm-hmm. right? You might have mm-hmm. heard some similar stuff. But the, what you're going to read in the Red Book is completely unique to the Red Book. And that, that's quite what's fascinating here, too, is it's not just a compilation. It is also it's a mixture of stuff that you really can't find elsewhere. So the red book offers you, the red folder offers you an opportunity to, to learn unique ways of working, not just an introduction to Hoodoo, but also a unique introduction into the ways of doing Hoodoo. And I think that's what's so fascinating about it. I know for a fact I'll be ordering the book way soon. Well, I'll, I'll probably send you a freebie because you're in it, honey. No, I will be. Any, All of the 48 or 49 people who contributed to this book will get two free copies and their royalties. I ought to explain about that, too, because a lot of people think, what is Cat doing? Cat does all this. And they think I'm the center of some sort of conspiracy theory here. Um, (laughs) The the festivals are held under the auspices of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches. Um, The churches publish these books under the Missionary Independent Spiritual Church imprint. The books Mm -hmm. are the flyers that were distributed at the festivals, and when the people wrote the flyers, they signed a little paper or a little letter of intent that we had the right to reprint them, and which was what we're doing, of course. But they get paid. And so the um, copies of the book at $12 each, there's a 10% royalty. That's $1.20 per book. When you just think about it, we print 3,000 books, that's $3,600 or whatever. Um, in any case, you end up with a bunch of money, and then you divide it up. And it turns out, um, and I'm, she was going to correct me in the in the chat log if I get it wrong. The royalty per page is twenty six dollars and forty seven cents, and that means for every page that a person contributed, they get a check for twenty six dollars and forty seven cents every time every time we reprint the book. Well, the black folder's already been reprinted three times, and of course, the more pages that are you have, the more money you get. But yes, yeah, so Ali, mm-hmm. not only are you going to get two copies because you get two <laughs> copies every time we reprint, you're going to get some odd checks for like some multiple of twenty six dollars and forty seven cents. <laughs> well, I'm sure yay! that I'm going to. That's very yay. But I'm also going to purchase extra copies because this is going to be a great way to uh, to give gifts for for clients. Um, and students, people who are interested in this, I think I'm going to have a few copies on hand. And I'm like, here, this is this is how you start this off. This is the the, the way you want to learn who do you want way, ways of working. This is the path you want to take. So definitely makes a good gift. Makes a good mm-hmm. gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. And then Mama E, of course, Mama E's in here. You're going to mm-hmm. get your two free copies too. <laughs> so <Yay>. along <laughs> along with a whole ton of other people who will be very surprised to get two copies. Copies all the way around. <laughs> there's going to be there. There are well, there are people who've been. This goes back so many years now. There's people who, you know, they they don't even remember. But we remember, and we will send them their little checks and their little books, and well, they won't be big books. Yeah. 
Yeah. So if <laughs> you can, nice if you think you contributed, <laughs> well, if you think you contributed to this book and you've changed your address, please let us know your new address so we can send you your money and your free books. <laughs> I actually am visualizing it now because I think it's great. So we're just opening up that package and say, what this? <laughs> like a fantastic mm-hmm. little surprise, a, a book and a check. What more could you ask for in life, right? A book and a check. That's right. <laughs> yeah, well, mm-hmm. some of them are going to be surprised to see their names next to other people's names. But, you know, that's the that's the the uh, the beauty and wonder of human life. It is inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so true. So now, it goes. Fun, we're, we're running out of uh, time. We've only got a couple minutes left, if I'm not mistaken. So let's just mm-hmm. have, do some final logistical stuff. Uh, the red folder is available now. I think I saw the, the, the link is up. They can purchase it today, right? Yes, you can purchase it today, but it will ship on the 13th of May, um, which is the day after the festival. You have to give us a day to calm down and start packing these things. Right. Um, actually, mm-hmm. technically, I say it'll ship the week of the 13th because we have a lot of yeah. back orders for it. Yeah. Um, we also have back orders for our other books, um, uh, Secret of Numbers Revealed, a numerology book, uh, Secrets mm-hmm. of the Crystal Silence League. Those are brand new books, which we've already talked about on this show. You can order now. If you come to the festival, do not order the book. It's going to be given to you for no extra charge. Right. Okay? We want you to have what you want. But if they're not Unless you want to get some more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. Unless you want to get more at the festival and order them for friends. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and and the uh, the thing about this, if you come to the festival... Do what all the fanboys and fangirls do. Get all the presenters to sign the book. Open it up to the page that they wrote and get them to sign their name. You'll have a unique souvenir of the festival. And all you presenters, all you presenters under the sound of my voice who know you're in this book, bring a pen. (laughs) (laughs) And get ready to sign. That's a fantastic way of of commemorating that you were there. You met with that person. You've got Mm -hmm. the book. That's a memory right there. It's a beautiful memory. Yeah, it's a souvenir programmed. It's a souvenir programmed at five years worth of. Yeah, it's great. It's the yearbook. This is the yearbook. It's the yearbook you get to sign. You know what you get to sign on it. We used to always sign on yearbooks. Too good to be forgotten. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's too good. Well, I do love them. I, I do. I am very warming up to this idea of it being like the Hoodoo Heritage Festival's yearbook. I do like that. Yeah, <laughs> well, obviously more probably. than one year. <laughs> too good to be forgotten. <laughs> I, I love that. So thank you very much, uh, Kat, for joining us and talking uh, with us about the uh, folder. This is absolutely uh, exciting. I'm looking forward very much to the red folder. I would love the black folder. I still have my copies. I still reference it and tell people to go and check it out. Uh, It was a great chance and great opportunity to have you join us and talk a bit about this book. And I look forward to people's reactions to it and really learning from it. Uh, and building their knowledge. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to have Papa Newt come in and lead us on to our first caller of the afternoon. Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com. 
and by the Association of Independent Readers and Rootworkers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic concert practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org, and by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of Association of Independent Spiritual Churches located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our caller, and our caller is coming straight from the queue, area code 928 in North Carolina. This is Miss Reese. Miss Reese, are you there? I am. Hello. Welcome to the show. Now, I do see that you had a reading back on September of 2017, and I was here on the radio show? Yes. Ah, welcome back. And uh, <laughs> have you had any other readings uh Ms. Cat, Contraband Ali, or any other readers for this particular situation? No, I have not. All right, thank you. And Ms. Reese writes, When I get my professional life together, I begin to encounter problems with my love life. I want to know how to deal with this conflict. Turn back to you, Contraband Ali. Thanks for that. Since we're in our, our, our sec- technically the second session of our uh, reading, what we'll do is we'll have um, uh uh, Mama E, do the first reading, followed by Miss Cat, and then I will give some root work recommendations. But before we do that, let me ask a couple questions, uh, just to clarify, Miss Reese. Um, so you're asking uh, ab- about whenever it is that you get your professional life together, you start to re- encounter problems with your love life. First, roughly how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'll be 46 in July. You'll be 46 in July. And what sign of the zodiac are you? I'm a cancer. <laughs> You're a cancer. Okay. So far as a cancer, you know, if you start running into your love life, uh, problems with your love life, that's a big deal. And it can really kind of uh, over, you know, unbalance you quite a bit. Uh, let's turn this over to uh, Mama E, who's going to do your first reading, followed by Miss Cat, and then I'll give you some good recommendations at the end. So Mama E, if you could take over. Yes, thank you. Uh, okay, I pulled three cards for you. And... Um, Interestingly, the first card that I get is the Four of Swords, and the Four of Swords is um, someone that has gone through a lot of, uh, let's say, drama or problems in their life, and right now they are in a good spot. So um, I'm thinking that before you say that you once you get your business life or your work life in order, your love life. Uh, go south. Now, interestingly enough, this tells me that work-wise, you are content at this point, and uh, you don't have any major problems going on. However, next to that, I get the chariot, and the chariot is someone that uh, has to take control or takes control of her life. And the chariot is a positive card of forward movement. However, it seems to me that maybe you're controlling your life a little bit too strongly because next to that chariot, I have the Knight of Cups. So the Knight of Cups is someone that is coming your way, offering you their heart. And I feel that uh, because of your control, Uh, probably out of fear of having another bad relationship, this person never gets the chance. So uh, what do you do for a living, may I ask? 
I am a clerk uh, for within the courthouse or our county government. Mm, okay. I, well, I it looks paperwork, and I do love it. Okay. So, um, so you're an organized person. You have to be very organized, which brings me back to the chariot. You have to be someone that is uh, taking care of things, taking care of business. Now, however, um, I feel that what you, what you need to do at this point in your life, first of all, is to try to enjoy a little bit more of your personal life because I think you're kind of consumed with work. You love it so much that it's, it's taking everything out of you. Um, there is the hope of a new beginning. Uh, I pulled three more cards, and I got the zero card, which is called the fool, but it only indicates that you're going to be starting a new path. So you will be starting a new path. However, um, the fear that you have of having another failure is what is um, obstructing your love life. So I would recommend doing uncrossing baths uh, to clear yourself, love uncrossing or anything of that sort that will clear you from previous experiences. But I think that your future is in your hands. You have the opportunity to move forward. You just have to be more open to a new relationship than you are right now, okay? And everything will work out at the end. Thank you. Uh-huh. You're welcome. All right. Well, Thank I'm going to yeah, I'm going to I'm going to read some cards too. Um and I have a, another question for you. As a Cancerian, we know that Cancers are very emotional people. I'm I'm going to ask, have you ever had your entire horoscope done, your entire I chart? I was just going to say that. You who's psychic? Yeah. <laughs> I'm psychic. No, I haven't. You haven't. I okay. have not. I'm going to read some tarot cards, but before I do, tarot cards are kind of like today's weather report. Your horoscope is like the entire history of climate change. You know what I mean? It's the whole. It's the whole picture. So we can say, hey, there's a storm here or there's a drought there. But I'd like to have your chart done because I have a strong intuition, and I think that Ali may be feeling this too as he is an astrologer. There may be on your chart something that's called a natal affliction. And this natal means at the time of your birth, and an affliction means a conflict that causes trouble between certain parts of your chart one of which, because you've identified this at your age, you've seen this pattern repeat. So it may be, and I'm not going to guess what it is, but I wouldn't be surprised if the parts of your chart that produce wealth, fame, steady work, um, fitting in with a group of people, there are planets that produce those results, that those planets, one or more of them, may be at a 90-degree or square angle to the planets that produce emotion and love. And that this may be something inherent in you. That does not mean it's not fixable. There are remediations. But a good astrologer would want to identify that first. The other possibility that you have, and again, I'd like you to get your chart done, is that you may have unaspected or weakly aspected planets. 
just as an example, a man who has an unaspected Venus, which is the, the female love goddess, may find it hard to find a mate to whom he's really bonded unless he meets someone who has a planet of their own at that exact point where his Venus is and his Venus bonds to them, and he suddenly has a mate. And this happens a lot um, in in people's charts. So you may have an afflicted um, set of planets, and you may have an unaspected planet or more. So I'm not going to guess on that, but I do have a strong belief you should get your chart done. There are many good astrologers um, who uh, you can contact through this radio show, through the forum. Um, Ollie is an astrologer. Deacon Millet is an astrologer. I am an astrologer. William Stickevers is a world-famous astrologer. And I know there are others in air. And also um, Alchemical Artisans Hour and other people who are regularly in the chat log for this show who are astrologers. So they'll be able to help you with that. Okay, having said that, that there may be something structural at the root of this rather than a curse or bad luck or cross conditions. I'm now going to put down three cards. Okay, so the card I have first is the card of steady work. This kind of goes along with what... um, Mama E said, you're actually a very organized person. This is a person who's working at a little bench. They're putting one thing after another. They're making them. They're making them well. These are little discs. <laughs> They're earning their money. They are putting themselves on display. You are a dedicated and very good worker. Any employer should be very happy to have you. But this person has not much free time and certainly is not shown lolling about in the arms of a lover. This person is working. Okay? So that's kind of a difficult um, answer to your question. You're probably such a good worker and that you dedicate yourself to it that you're putting, you put yourself into it. The next card is um, a card that says to me, you may have, as Mommy E said, I'm getting a similar idea to what she had. You may have had a hurt in love that has caused um, that has caused you to doubt your ability to switch gears into love. And this idea is particularly strong because I know you're a Cancerian, and that Cancerians have more more difficulty with emotions because they feel things so intensely. So this card is called the Page of Swords, and it's a woman who rushes into a field um, with a sword as if to do a battle, to win a victory, and then suddenly she's there's a doubt, and she looks backwards. And when she has that doubt, she really is not moving forward, and she's a, afraid to move forward. It's a card of... of You can't do everything at once. She turns back and looks at her job, really, her job card. The third card is a card of love. And so what I'm seeing here is you kind of stuck in the middle and that you may sometimes preference the business and job world because it's easier for you to manipulate and doesn't cause as much sadness because there's not as much at risk. It also doesn't give as much <laughs> happiness. Is that you, you see what I'm saying? It absolutely. 
Yeah, it gives you what you want. You're very, very good at it, but it is not the the beautiful love card we would like. And the third card is a card. It's one of the best love cards of all. It's called the Two of Cups. And it shows a man and a woman facing one another, each holding a beautiful golden goblet and offering them to each other. Between them in the sky is the symbol for the planet Mercury, which means communication. And above them is the head of a red lion with red wings, a heraldic lion, not a real lion, which represents uh, sexual alchemy. And but the, in the background behind them is a little cottage. I always say the cottage in Cornwall, the cottage of our dreams. And the the man and the woman face each other. The woman is dressed in white and blue, very watery. She has a bay leaf wreath around her head, which stands for her wisdom and intellect. The man has roses around his head. He's more sexual. He's dressed very in flowery and, and floral uh, garments, um, a tunic and tights and pirate boots. This is a problem um, because what I see here is you yourself if business doesn't work, you can throw yourself into it and solve the problem. But if love doesn't work, it can be crushing to a Cancerian. And this is where you might want to have somebody to guide and lead you into um, doing the kind of um, root work that will lead you back to finding love. I think you can have both at once. I think you should get your chart done. I'm going to turn this over to Ollie. Thank you. Thanks, Ms. Kat. And I, I couldn't agree more with, with you. I, when you said it, I was like, oh, the, the psychic in Ms. Kat is picking it up right off the bat. Because Ms. Kat's right, and, and I think also because of her background as an astrologer. When you have something that happens over and over again or there's some type of pattern that's emerging when one thing goes right and the other thing goes wrong, either you've been attacked by someone, which we don't see in this instance, or there is a natal issue there is a problem in the chart so i'm, I'm going to second what miss cat says is definitely get some type of natal chart reading uh, find an astrologer that you trust uh, work with them particularly one that addresses things like uh, natal afflictions or will deal with these kind of problems in the charts and will give you ways of kind of working around it with some as astrological remediation so there's a there's some uh, work that that can be done here along once you do that now that's one thing you can do while you're doing that there is root work that you can also do that can help turn this around to some degree. Now, again, this may be a little bit limited. It can give you some relief. You're going to need to tie in that astrological. Come on. This is where the astrologer will come in. They can tell you how to add in that astrological component to ensure that this work sticks. What I want you to do is get yourself a, uh, what you, a working that will do really strong blockbuster. I'm not looking for road opening in this instance. I'm looking for something that will break through what's holding it. Like it's really going to break apart the pattern that has been kind of uh, manifesting in your life. So get yourself Jinx Killer. You can also get yourself Blockbuster products. I highly recommend uh, the incense, uh, the bath crystals, and the oils. All of them will be useful. But get the incense, mix a little bit of Jinx Killer, mix a little bit of Blockbuster together, add in a pinch of rue and a small, very small pinch of saltpeter. You don't want to add a lot. You're going to 
put this right into the incense powder, and you're going to put this on a uh, heat-proof dish, some type of sensor, a thermal incense holder of some sort, and you're going to squeeze it until you make a nice little triangular shape with this. Uh, uh, it's not going to burn perfectly, and that's okay. You're going to light it, and as you do so, the saltpeter will make the incense spark very brightly and very quickly. So to work through it, this is a way of kind of speeding up the work. And that's what we use saltpeter for, to break through, to speed up, and to heat up, particularly works of undoing curses, crosses, blocked conditions. As it sparks up, you're going to very carefully leap over the incense uh, smoke and sparks. So set this, make sure that it's set down on a floor somewhere, a floor away from carpet, somewhere outside. You're going to leap over this and let the incense burn down. When it burns all the way down, take the ashes to a crossroads and throw it over your left shoulder without looking back. Take a different route home from that crossroads. When you get home, I want you to take Queen Elizabeth Root, John the Conqueror, Master Root, and Angelica. You're going to brew this into a tea and take this tea and bathe in it. We're using water here because you are a cancer. We're going to use the power of water to empower in the same way that we're using the power of incense to break apart the crossed condition, the blocked condition, or that pattern that is uh, kind of keeping you from finding happiness. You're going to bathe yourself in this tea, the Queen Elizabeth root, the John the Conquer, the Master root, and the Angelica. It is a very good combination for you as an individual and for you as a cancerian. It'll help to kind of really uh, bring about strength courage, goodness, blessing, all of that, and give you the power over your life that you need so that you're not at the behest of something goes right, something goes wrong. That's that We need to break that, particularly for Cancerians. When the emotional life gets messed up, it really hurts and it forces them to kind of withdraw into their shells. So we need to make it so that you can have all the blessings in your life. So if you're going to take a bath with this, let yourself air dry, uh, take a little bit of the used bath water, and dispose of it at your front yard. Then get yourself the third pentacle of the sun. You can print this out from the Internet. Uh, you can purchase it from Lucky Mojo. You can purchase the third pentacle of the sun. Get an orange candle, anoint it with Van Van oil, place into a candlestick holder, and place the candlestick over the third pentacle of the sun. You are then going to light the candle, and as it burns down, you are going to recite Daniel chapter 4, verse 34 to 35. At the end of that time, I, then say your name, raise my eyes towards heaven, and my sanity is restored. And I praise the Most High, I honor and glorify him who lives forever. His dominion is an eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. Once that candle is burned down, anoint the uh, Solomonic seal with Van Van oil, fold it up, and keep it in your pocket or your purse as your talisman going forward. That is my root work recommendation for you. I think it will be useful for really turning this around. If you have an astrologer working with you, they can help to kind of tweak this a little bit so that the, uh, it gives you uh, the right kind of astrological timing or right astrological component so as to break this pattern going forward. Uh, let's see if Miss Cat or, or Mama, you have anything further to add? I have nothing to add. That's really thorough work. Um, I do have I do have one comment to make. We can no longer make links in the chat log. 
Um, oh, and, yeah, uh, I noticed that. This is a, we're going to, you know, mumble, mumble, mumble. So just yeah. too bad. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to listen to the show and look the things up yourselves, folks. Yeah, the the link was in, the lack of link has been a pain. I've been linking a couple of things and they didn't show up, but it is what it is. Hopefully, it will get sorted. Thank you, Miss Reese, for trusting us with your situation. We're going to take a quick br- uh, break for our network announcement and then move on to our next segment, the free spell. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30, the Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6, Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays, 4 to 5, and The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay, Fridays, 6 to 7. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for a free spell with Miss Catherine Ironwood of luckymojo.com in Forestville, California. Take it away, Miss Cat. All right. Well, our free spell today comes from the red folder. And I have performed what would be called bibliomancy. This is where you take the book, you kind of turn and bend it just a little bit and open it at random. And I've opened it at random. I have two pages. I'm now swirling my hand around. And what I get is The Rosary by Papa Newt. (laughs) (laughs) Honest to gosh, that's what I got. The Rosary by Papa Newt. Okay, so I'm going to read this to you. This is a spell for Catholic folk magic by Papa Newt. The Rosary. This is a set of beads that the Virgin Mary is said to have given to St. Dominic in 1214, essentially a form of folk magic until approved by Pope Pius V in 1567. It is typically prayed in a pattern such as this. On the crucifix, the Apostles' Creed. On the single beads, the Our Father. On the lengths of chain, the Glory Be. And optional, O My Jesus. At each decade of ten beads, meditate on the selected mystery, a focus on the life and death of Jesus. Pray the Our Father, then say a Hail Mary on each bead. Repeat to finish all five decades. Conclude with Hail Holy Queen. Now, if you're a Catholic, and you can look online, these prayers are all standard Catholic prayers. Now is where Papa Newt gets into the magic part. Praying into the rosary of others. The rosary can be prayed alone or with a group of people. Generally, a mystery is chosen before the group begins its practice of meditation or pleading for intercession. People in the know attend group rosary sessions and secretly say their own petitions and prayers into each Hail Mary to empower their own work. Sneaky, huh? (laughs) Now, the next one, that was a short one, the next one is called the scapular. Mm -hmm. Scapulars are holy necklaces, originally made from squares of rough brown wool cloth worn by monks. They hang around the neck, one piece in front near the heart and the other in back at the shoulder blades. And here's the spell. It is good to die with a scapular on. 
It is said that a person who dies while wearing a scapular blessed by a priest will be delivered from purgatory on the Saturday following his or her death. So this is some of Papa Newt's wonderful spells that is it's Catholic religion. Mama E, do any of these sound familiar to you? Oh God, yes. Oh God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, well, you interestingly see, enough, yeah, my father, who was not a hardcore believer and hated priests, uh, when he passed, I found a scapular in his wallet. So, wow. you know, whatever he was taught when he was a child remained with him until the day he died. So, yep. Wow. Definitely. That's, <laughs> yes, oh, good wow. to die with a scapular. <laughs> Wow. Well, if we have a moment, I'll give I'll give you one more, and this is still by Papa New. Oh, Holy water, water that has been blessed by a member of the clergy, commonly used in a church for baptisms and spiritual cleansing, is believed to protect against evil and to bring peace to all that it touches. Lots of people talk about holy water. So here's the magic spell: protect your sleep with holy water. Anoint yourself with holy water in the sign of the cross and sprinkle the water upon your bed. Say three Hail Marys before going to sleep and you will be safe. There you go. Oh. Now, there you go, says Mama E. We should bring Papa Newt in. Hey, Papa Newt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello. I, hi. I want to I tell you these are some of the most wonderful, magical religious spells. They come out of your tradition. Now, you have a Polish last name, right? Yeah, the Polish or Czech, uh, one of those areas. Polish or Czech? Oh, oh, it <laughs> yeah. might be Czech. Oh, well, there you see. Doesn't I don't know that much, and yet, and that Mama E comes from a Spanish Cuban background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and you, and you both have this background in Catholic folk magic. Uh, do we have time yes. for? Do we have time for me to read one other one? Sure. We do have sure. one more time. Okay, yeah, I'm going to read one more. This is still from Papa Papa Newt's thing. Um, this I loved, and I'm going to read it because he wrote it. Blessed palm leaves. In my family, I recall my mother placing a blessed palm leaf from Palm Sunday above the door. Because this item is a sacramental, a blessed item, it will protect those living within the home and keep the devil out. Then comes the spell. Palms for protection during a storm. A lady whose hair my mother would fix every week said that burning a blessed palm leaf during a storm and praying the Our Father and the Hail Mary would aid in protecting the home. It is advisable that you use a palm leaf that has been thoroughly dried. My mother grabbed one not quite dry in the commotion of tornado sirens, and it was a challenge to keep it lit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember that yeah. vividly. <laughs> yeah. This is so yeah. wonderful. And every it's year, a great yeah, every year we got them on Palm Sunday, and then we mm-hmm. had to burn the previous years mm-hmm. and make that's ashes. Right. Yep, to make yeah. ashes. That's yeah. right. That's All right. right. This is well. Great. The the thing about mm-hmm. this, I'm trying to convince, and I think I've convinced Papa Newt to write a whole book on Catholic folk magic, because these oh, are Lord. precious, these are precious traditions that, you know, if people don't pass them along, they will fade away. You know, yeah. they will yeah. fade away. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to I'm so going true. to read I'm going to read one more, the three nails 
The three nails are a powerful symbol of the nails used to pierce the body of Christ. It is a common practice in Sicily to use three horseshoe nails for this sort of work. Others use square-cut house nails. Helping the sick with the three nails. Take three nails and anoint them with Jesus Christ the King oil, then hammer the nails into the bedpost, saying, Three nails pierced the body of Christ to free us from sin. Three nails pierced the sickbed of so-and-so to relieve and heal them of their ailments. Amen. Oh, I love that. See, this is fantastic. And what a great, great little taste of what's actually in the red folders. For those that are interested, Mm -hmm. you can find out far more. Thank you, Ms. Mm -hmm. Kat, for joining us as the guest, taking off your... uh, host hat, if you will, and, and giving us an opportunity to discuss with you this really fantastic compilation, the, the, the Red Folder. And of course, thank you, Mama E, for joining us as guest co-host. It was so fun chatting with all of you. Uh, let's turn this over to Papa Newt so he has enough time to say uh, the exit, and then we will, or the outro, and then we'll come back and say goodbye. Thank you, Contraman Ali, and thank you, Mama E, for being our special guest this week. And thank you, Ms. Catherine Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com, Forestville, California, for being our guest this week. Next week, we will actually have a rebroadcast as the Hoodoo Heritage Festival will be taking place. Do get your tickets now at HoodooHeritageFestival.com and come join us. Once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find Contraman Ali at theconjurman.com in Mission Viejo, California, and Mama E at conjuredoctor.com in Los Angeles, California. I'm your announcer, Papa Nuta, joining you from papanuta.com in Omaha, Nebraska. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rumor Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive via luckymojo.com slash radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to say thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you'll hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jugman playing the Jugman Waltz. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> thank you, Papa Newt, for that lovely exit. Uh, it was so fun. It was such a fun show having you all here. Have a great time at the Hoodoo Heritage Festival. Make sure to get your tickets if you haven't had so yet. Thank you again, uh, Miss Cat and Mama E, and of course, Papa Newt and Nagashiba. Thanks all for joining us for this lovely, lovely uh, Sunday afternoon. We will see you all in two weeks. Have a blessed and great week. Bye-bye. 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 See you all at the Hoodoo Heritage Festival. So go to heritagefestival.com and buy your tickets last minute. You're going to get free books and all, you know, there's free food. There's everything. It's all paid for. It's all there. Your continental breakfast, your lunch. And you'll get to see. And it's the last one at Lucky Mojo. The last one on the West Coast. The last one on the West Coast. Bye-bye, everyone. Good night. Bye. Good night.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.